This episode of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Degens, spring is almost here. It means you need to bust out the cargo shorts and emerge from your winter hibernation. But before you do that, make sure your balls are ready for action. Do that by using all the fine products over at manscaped.com. They offer precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped obsesses over their technological developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Trusted by over 2 million men worldwide, and we can get their gear in your hands with 20% off plus free shipping with the code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Your balls will thank you. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday, an hour late. So we're talking UFC with James and Mason. What's going on, James? I'm going all uh, good, thank you. How about yourself, mate? Oh, not too bad, not too bad at all. Mason, how about you? How are you holding up? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be back. As I said, we're an hour late. James, you want to tell us why? <laughs> I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> I have no idea what is going on right now. Um, I don't know. I was just... It, wait, is this my fault that we're an hour late? No, well, in a manner of speaking, you were born in the wrong continent, I should say. Uh, apparently, the, America and England have different dates when they do daylight savings time. Oh, oh okay. I'll get you now. No, That's okay. why we're an yeah. hour late. See, they don't know we're an hour late. These two knuckleheads think we're right on time, but we're not. We're an hour late. Okay, no, I completely get you now. Um, no, we, we've, we've not got our schedule for, I can't remember when ours next is, I think it's next month or so, but I completely, it literally went through the back of my head. I, I had no idea what you're on about. <laughs> we're an hour late, we're an hour late. I was looking at my watch like, mate, have you been drinking at like nine in the morning or something? Not today. <laughs> today, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, most, most assuredly. <laughs> Let's get to it. We don't have a whole lot of time, so we're going to be tight, we're going to be fast, and we're going to make some money. James, where are we going to make some money first? Yeah, I'm going to try and not ramble on like I usually do, so we're going to go straight into it with the main event between Derek Brunson and Kevin Holland. In all honesty, I mean, in recent weeks, the cards have tended to have got a lot worse since the um, the pay-per-view oh, fight. I God. mean, you were complaining about Edwards. And then you can now we're looking at uh, Brunson versus Holland. I mean, it's not the finest of cards on paper, but... Obviously, Brunson is coming off of that win over Edmund Shabazian, whereby you look at Brunson, predominantly he's like a well-known wrestler, but he showed a lot of his striking credentials in that fight with Edmund Shabazian, and I was very impressed with his power. Uh, Brunson is an explosive fighter with that knockout power, but we haven't really seen it up until lately against Shabazian. He has that tricky southpaw stance with a boxing, a reasonably comfortable boxing background. He's also a Division Two wrestler, and that's when he's had most of his success in the UFC so far. So it's fair to say he knows his way around the canvas a little bit, and he's become a lot more confident with his takedown attempts. He wants to be the aggressor and control proceedings early on, control the pace, and then wear his opponent down. Whereas you look at Kevin Holland, He's been on an absolute tear recently. He's obviously fought five times last year, won all five, and he's coming off of a win over a legend in Jack Ray Sosa. And he himself is a bit of a hard hitter. He's a lengthy athletic fighter with a, a great inch over reach advantage over 
uh, Brunson. He's got an impressive stand-up ability. He's light on his feet, but he's always constantly moving, not giving his opponent an easy target. And he's got a reasonably polished boxing skills with quick hands, good footwork, and enough power to, to end the proceedings. So, all in all, this main event should be good. Um, there's certainly value in both fighters and picking both fighters because of Brunson's recent success over Shabazian. But personally... I've got to back uh, Kevin Holland on this one. Just with the amount, you know, his, his confidence is skyrocketed mm-hmm. right now. He's five in his last five fights. So I'm going to go for Kevin Holland, finish in the third round. Yeah, I agree with James on this one, but I've got a different round. I've, I, th- I think he's going to get it done early, Kevin. I'm going to go Kevin via first round. I just think how he's been in recent fights is going to pay off again. And I've seen recent interviews with him and he's saying he does not want to be in there for 25 minutes. And I truly believe he's going to be able to get Brunson out in the first couple of minutes. So I'm going for a Kevin Holland first round knockout. Knockout. James, you're at TKO as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no the chance, moment. no chance of a submission, right? Not on uh, Holland's behalf. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Holland's minus 173. So I'm hard pressed to disagree with you guys. I... I think he probably wins the fight, but that's a lot of money to throw down. <laughs> I'm going to lean this one with you guys. I'll lean this way, but I'm not going to bet the, the main event. I hate to be a wet blanket. <laughs> I mean, I think Holland does win, but I think the value play is Brunson. So gun to my head, if I had to place a bet, I'd throw a little bit on Brunson, the plus 150 for the payout. Mm. But I, yeah, I just don't know that he can get it done. I think I fear you guys are probably right on the money here. All right, Mason, what have you got up next for us? Next, I've got the co-main event between Gregor Gillespie and Brad Riddell. This one, really looking forward to. With Gregor Gillespie, it could go either of two ways. Obviously, he's not fought since the loss to Kevin Lee at 244 back in 2019. So is Ringrus going to play a factor in this one? I don't know. As we've heard in recent shows, I'm not a big advocate on ring rust. I don't think it exists as much as people make it out to. But this one, I, I see this being good for Gregor Gillespie, to be honest. Obviously, Brad Riddell, he's only had one defeat, same as Gregor Gillespie. But this one, I've got a feeling it's going to go Gregor's way. His ground game is going to be too much for Brad, I think. As we've seen with Brad, he's, he's a very good striker. He's got the kickboxing background as well. Same as the guys like Israel Adesanya. But this on, I think the ground game is going to play the main factor in this fight for Gregor. And with a prediction, I'm going to go for a Gregor Gillespie, I'll say third round submission. Third round submission. All right. James, are you on board? Um, I'm on board for Gillespie, but I'm going to go for a decision. I don't think... Gillespie's going to take too many risks in this fight. I think he want to get the fight to the floor early on and just sort of control proceedings and not sort of make any mistake with uh, Riddell and his sort of kickboxing and striking background. He'll capitalise on any mistakes. So I think Gregor, with that ring rust, he's going to be careful and precise in his movement and his skill and his takedown. So I'm going to go by decision, but a comfortable decision in Gillespie's favour. Yeah, look at this. Man, I, I can't disagree Gregor's minus 247 right now. That's up from minus 193. So it looks like everybody in the world's betting him. I think he wins the fight, but minus 247 for me is a little too much to pay for the straight money line. I'll have to hunt down the the value there and and see what kind of money you're getting for the decision and submission. So that's probably the play. I'm not sure which one. (laughs) One of those two. (laughs) But it looks like Gregor's going to win the fight. Uh, James, what have you got up? 
I've got Taito Vasa versus Harry Hunsucker next, which is, you look at Taito Vasa's name, I mean, that man is a real entertainer, both inside and outside of the cage. And he's, he's still a fairly broad talent, but the talent is undeniable. And for a big man, Taito Vasa does move really, really quickly. And, you know, those attributes add together for a whole bunch of power. And he's a real knockout artist and he's got some real tricks up his sleeve, including some flying knees, some low kicks and some nasty elbows. And I like to tie to Vasa every time he steps foot inside the cage. I think he's been a bit unfortunate in recent times, coming off of the, the losses to the big, to the bigger names in the heavyweight division. I think this is the perfect fight for him to regain some of that confidence like he had early on in his career because I still don't think he's ready for the top contenders. And you've got Harry Hunsuko been making his debut on short notice as uh, Dante Myers was forced to withdraw, I think it was you know, a couple of days ago. And you know what I, where I stand with people standing, stepping in on short notice. I tend to lean towards the guy who's had the more preparation time. And Hunsucker prefers to wrestle his opponents and sort of look up that submission. But I'll be honest with you, I think Taito Vasa takes it completely. I think he will knock the living daylights out of Harry Hunsucker. This is a this is a real comfortable, favourable matchup for Taito Vasa because Harry is yet to make his UFC debut and he's fought nowhere near the high level calibre compared to Taito Vasa. So to keep it short and sweet, Tied to us in the first round by knockout. Yeah, James is hit on the head there. I was going to say the exact same thing. Obviously, Harry Hunsucker is coming in on short notice, and it against a guy like Tied to Vasa, you can't be taking short notice fights like this. I don't think it's going to end well for him. And like James said, I'm agreeing with a first round knockout. Yeah, two of us is going to win the fight. Uh, he's minus three fifty right now as it sits. So, geez, he's a massive favorite. Uh, Harry's plus two seventy five. I don't have the prop bets listed for this one at all. But I would be shocked if a TKO, if you just straight bet tie to win by TKO, if that gets you much of a plus line, if a plus line at all. I, I still think you're probably going to eat a little chalk. Man, oh man, this looks this looks to be bad. I'm, I'm definitely leaning tie to Avasa minus the three fifty. If we can find some value, I'm going to bet the TKO too. Mm-hmm. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie: you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right. So who's up next? Um, yeah, it's me next. The last last one on my card is um, Grant Dawson and Leonardo Santos. I'm, I like this fight just because, obviously, both guys, great fighters. Leonardo Santos fought 
has fought twice recently, I think, against Stevie Ray and last year against Bogatov, where that wasn't the best of fights because the guy was throwing illegal strikes left, right and centre. But for them two fights, he had, I think, a two and a half year layoff. And I'm looking forward to seeing him back in the cage, but no disrespect to Santos, he's coming up against a guy that I'm a big fan of in Grant Dawson. He's Grant's over training at Glory MMA with James Krause's what we've seen recently, he's doing great things with the guys in the UFC. And Grant, Grant, I've got a real good feeling that this is going to be a fight that he's just going to take by storm. I think the ground game of him is going to be too much for Santos. He's got very, very good submissions. I don't think he will submit Santos, though. I think it's going to be a dom- dominant 15 minutes on Grant's behalf. So to keep it short and sweet, I've got Grant Dawson via decision. Hey, James, what about you? Yeah, I can see Grant Dawson getting a comfortable decision victory here. He's the the moderate favourite, say the least, for a reason. Um, you look at Leonardo Santos; he's forty one years of age. I think he's coming towards the end of his career, and his last fight was seven months ago. And I just, I'm um, I'm leaning towards Grant Dawson by a comfortable decision on this one. I think he has all the credentials to pose a real problem for Leonardo Santos wherever the fight goes. All right. Man, I know you're you're right. (laughs) Everything you said is absolutely right, but I do think there's value here in backing Santos here. Uh, He's plus 165. Dawson's minus 194. I'm not so sure it's going to be the massacre that you guys are maybe anticipating or the one-sidedness. I'm going to throw a little bit of money. I'm going to take Santos plus 165. I think he's got more than a 37% chance to win the fight. I I think it's more like 60-40. So this isn't a, not a, a confident bet, but I'm going to throw a little bit of money on Santos here, plus 165, to shock everybody. Well, after your bets this year, Arch, I can't say we are ones to disagree with you. Well, this will be the one. This will be the one that gets canceled, right? Yeah. <laughs> Got to find out. Do. Yeah, well, which fight I like the most, and that'll be the one that gets canceled. That's for sure. Indeed. All right, what's up next? Um, the final fight I got, I believe, is JP Byers versus Bruno Silva. And again, Bruno Silva, he's been a bit unlucky in recent times. He's come off of uh, two defeats against uh, David Dvorak, who is you know a talent in his own right in the flight division. He's destined for big things in the UFC, in my opinion. And Tegir uh, Ulebekov, who again has all the potential to succeed in that division. You look at JP Byers, he's on the absolute tear right now. Uh, he's won his last five fights. He'll be making his UFC debut, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how well he does, considering it's his UFC debut. He's coming off of that brilliant guillotine choke over Jacob Silver on his uh, Contender Series debut. And when you look at the fight, I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than uh, people hmm. sort of anticipate. I think I've seen a couple of people uh, think that JP is going to absolutely cruise this decision, but I've also seen you know, people say it's a bit of a pick and fight. And I, I kind of agree in a way. Uh, if Silva can land, you know, his dangerous calf kicks early and offer enough resistance in the grappling to sort of tax buys his gas tank and cause a lot of trouble, uh, trouble, then maybe we'll see uh, Santos get, um, not uh, Silva, sorry, get the victory on this one. But I've got to favour buys on this one. Only slightly though, I think Silva's kicks will leave him vulnerable and susceptible to those takedowns and he'll have a lot more trouble getting out from underneath buys than he did against uh, Ulebekov. In the end, I just think uh, JP Byers will drag him to the mat early and sort of lean towards a decision victory on this one. So I'm going to go for a JP Byers very unanimous decision. There you go. Mason, are you on this one at all? 
Um, yeah, I, I agree with what James has said, but I've, I reckon JP Baez is going to finish the fight in the third round, to be honest. I think what James said is right, but I think towards the end of the third, JP Baez is going to be too much, too much pressure for Silver, and I think he's going to get the TKO finish. Are you going to bet this one, or are you just going to lean um, that way? I'll bet this one. Oh, Why okay. Not? Gotcha. In. All right. No, I agree with you guys 100%, mm-hmm. except maybe I'm a little stronger. I think JP Bias is going to win the fight. I don't know that Bruno Silva is going to give him much of a, of a matchup here. I, I look at this and I, I think JP Bias wins the fight. He's minus 144 money line. I have no problem betting that. I'm just going to bet the minus 144 that JP Bias wins. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll hunt hunt down the decision TKO, see which what pays better. But I think he wins this fight almost seven out of ten times. Yeah. Is that it for you, James? Nothing else? That's all for me, mate. Mason, you're good? That's it for myself as well. I'm going to pick your brain on two other fights then real quick. Uh, First off, I want to talk about Trevin Trevin Giles versus Roman Dolitz. Dolitz? I don't know how you say it. Trevin, yeah, whatever. The, the, the next one, yeah, the next one is French, so I'm gonna fuck that one up too. Uh, <laughs> in this fight, Roman is minus 129. It, when I ran the numbers, it certainly looks like Roman has a pretty dominant chance to win. I like him an awful lot here. Is there any reason I shouldn't? Um, I, I would, I wouldn't disagree with that because obviously he's undefeated and his fights have been very dominant as I've seen so far. He's coming off the decision win and he's got multiple finishes to his name. So I wouldn't disagree with you on that one. James? With uh, Delizzi's cutting down, I just, with both fighters in a way, we haven't really seen them get the best of their ability. You know, they've got a lot of potential behind them and they just haven't shown it in the Oxygen so far. But how will that weight cut affect Roman because he's dropping down from 205 and Trevin Giles, I mean, he's a, killer in his own right but I think Roman is a slight favourite and I'll have to agree with the odds makers in this one I'm leaning towards Ronan, uh, Roman on this one I think he'll get it done via finish he'll be, probably be like a late second round early third round but this one is a real close one alright well I'm going to bet it then I'm going to bet Roman minus the 129 just to win the fight I don't think that's too much of a, uh, an ask and let's hope that mm-hmm. weight cut doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't fuck us over alright <laughs> I got to ask about this one. Marion Renau versus Macy Chason. Chason. I don't know how the French say it. Uh, <laughs> Macy looks to be like, an, uh, just she, Macy looks like she's going to absolutely dominate Marion here. Uh, she's minus 213. I actually have her winning more uh, or enough times when they face up to actually bet her. I'm not sure I want to. What do you think? Macy, can she take down Marion? Oh, yeah, easily. I think <laughs> with no disrespect for Marion, she's not on the best of runs right now. She's, again, it's like uh, Santos earlier. She's coming towards the end of her career. I think she's 43 years of age. She's lost her last three against Raquel Pennington, Yana uh, Kunitskaya, and Kat Zangano. So I've got to lean towards Macy for her, like sheer destruction on this one. I think it's just going to be, I, I don't think Macy will get the finish, but I think the height and the reach advantage will pay dividends for Macy and she'll cruise to a comfortable decision victory on this one. There you go. Amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm back in the same there. I think she's just going to be too much for her and a dominant decision is definitely on the cards, in my opinion. All right. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I'm betting Macy minus the 213 to win the fight. Uh, Macy by decisions plus 120, though. So if you're, you like that pick and you like James's thought process, there it is, plus 120. Oh, boy, that was it. Rapid fire UFC on a card that, I don't know, how would you describe it? Trying to hook um, up with girls, and the bartender just said last call, and now you gotta look around and find somebody to hook up with. <laughs> yeah. 
Just put it lightly there, Arch. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Who boy. So you guys are still doing Sports Sesh, correct? Indeed, we are. All right. Sports Sesh podcast. Link in the description. Any names coming up we should be aware of? Um, not any names in particular, but there's a couple of people I'm waiting on dates to confirm with. Oh, very good. So we'll keep an eye on that. That'll be exciting. All right. Anything else we need to touch on, James? No, that's all for me, mate. And to be honest with you, we'll just get this, you know, crap fest this weekend over and done with and look forward to next weekend, which is uh, UFC, another pay-per-view bout between Francis Ngannou and Stephen Miocic and um, Alex Volkanovski versus Ryan Ortega, which will be an absolute bang in its own right. So let's get this weekend over and done with and then we can look forward to next week's show. But that's all for me. I'm looking forward to it, man. And we'll figure out the schedule before next uh, Thursday. We'll get that hammered out. Let's hope the clocks don't change again. (laughs) All right. That's it. Go home. Take care, man. Cheers, man. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.